<laughs> hey, good girls. Welcome to Between the Sheets, a podcast about books, sex, relationships, and occasionally our messy personal lives. I'm your host, Kels. And I'm your host, Denise. So grab a drink and get in bed, you dirty little sluts. Welcome back, everyone. Happy week whenever you're listening to this. Hope everyone is having a lovely and fantastic day. Today we are bringing you such a fun episode, but before we get to that, Kels, how are you? What are you up to? What are you reading? Where is life? How are you? I think life is going well. I'm still chugging through the Addicted Calloway series. I'm on book seven right now. These books are fucking long, so I'm getting through as fast as I can, but you know, with working on our book, I don't have as much time to read. Yeah, I can't even believe you're that far. I'm literally still stuck on Thrive. The novellas are not novellas. They are full-size books. I hate that they have them as 0.5. It's a 10-book series. People were like, no, those are novellas. No. They are aggressive. Are you enjoying it so far? You know, towards the end of the seventh book, I am. It's taken me a little bit to get through it because you know how I don't really love books with kids? Now all of them have kids and it's just like navigating through parenthood. And I can barely parent myself, so... That, I think, does not motivate me (laughs) at all to continue the series. (laughs) No, I mean, it's interesting. It's just, you know, it really is like watching a reality TV show and this is like the slow point. The plot is just not really plotting for me. But what about you? Are you excited to read anything? Are there any books coming out this summer that you're excited to read? I do not have any summer reads. I'm currently anticipating My Killer Vacation did come out. That was my most anticipated summer read. There are some things going around Book Talk that look like they have really, really fun covers. So I do want to dive into some of those. But right now, much like you, I am getting through the Addicted Calloway series for our next podcast. And I am working on our book, which is mostly taking up most of our time. I thought the hardest part was going to be writing the first draft, but editing is so much harder. I mean, adding plot and color and all of this is so much more time consuming than just drafting the the book. So I definitely feel that I do want to pick up a book soon, though. I am going on a trip for my birthday. I am heading out to a little long weekend on the beach and I'm hoping to get some reading done there because I feel like reading just kind of calms you down in such a way that writing cannot. (laughs) Writing takes so much brain power, but reading you just kind of get to like imagine and vibe. (laughs) You get to escape and imagine what other people wrote. Whereas when we're writing, it's literally trying to imagine a story that's not created which is so fun and interesting and brings me back to my childhood you know oh look at you you're so sweet with every episode kels becomes less of a tin man (laughs) yeah but my most anticipated read is a dark fantasy so it's because i'm reading too much rom-com that i'm becoming sappy you know i need to get back into my dark romance phase I do feel like you haven't had a dark romance in a little while. You're watching rom-coms. <laughs> You're reading I'm doing fluff. all of this research. Eventually, I will get Denise to write a dark romance. Oh, I'm now, ready. For now. I know. We just need to get all of our emotions out. It's going to be great. But for now, I love, love, love Luca and Avery. And I feel like I'm just so consumed into their world that I just am becoming a little bit nicer. Like I'm falling in love, you know? Oh, excuse me. Well, that is fabulous. Wait, it's your birthday, bitch? You've known me for so long. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I knew it was your birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to the other half of the podcast. If you haven't gone to her Instagram, go flood her with good praises because you know she has that good girl king. <laughs> Give me a good girl on my birthday and I'll be happy forever. <laughs> Even though this episode is probably coming out after your birthday, go flutter with love after her birthday and before her birthday, just all over the place because- Thank you. I need love. <laughs> that's that's the moral of the story. We are addicted to love right now in our lives. <laughs> exactly. And I know you have not been able to shut up about this next topic that we're going to talk about. If you know Denise, you know her favorite book is- it happened one summer. She talks about it all the time. And I Tessa do. Bailey just announced some exciting news. I have literally been screaming and crying today at this literally over-the-top incredible news. Tessa Bailey's It Happened One Summer is being made into a movie. Actually acquired by the same production company that did The Hating Game. I learned that today because I had to learn everything I could about this movie. But the script is done and it's going to start casting and shooting soon this cast is going to be so anticipated i feel like every time a book that gets made into a movie everybody has their idea for their fan cast have you already casted your fans i have one person in the entire story that i am certain of this is the hill i will die in terms of fan casting and we will talk about her in a second but i just want to make a quick note on how incredible book talk is we were talking about this on last week's episode talking about the power of book talk and this this book has not even been out for a year came out last july and now it's becoming a movie i just think that's so insane because that book blew up on book talk and now it's a fucking film how cool is that tessa bailey is so good at tiktok her tiktoks are always so funny she also kind of includes you into the writing process and it's really nice to see behind the scenes although i did read it happened one summer without following her and then following her just made me like her even more. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I think she's just phenomenal and I'm so excited that this book is going to be a movie because good rom-coms are far and few between nowadays, so this is going to be really, really exciting. So let's get to the obviously most important part of this episode, um, our very strong opinions on this fan cast. Yes, I think I have less strong opinions, but I do have one strong opinion, and I think we share it, of Correct. who is going to play Piper. Piper Bellinger, for those that do not know, is based off of Alexis from Schitt's Creek. This entire rom-com is inspired by Schitt's Creek, and us, being both fans of Schitt's Creek, must have Piper be Annie Murphy. I think if it's not Annie Murphy, I don't think that you could put anybody else in there. And I feel like Annie Murphy has such a strong audience of people that love her that they would be more than happy to see her play this role. The cool thing about Schitt's Creek is that it's a it became a cult classic very quickly. Mm -hmm. And it was this underground thing. Like when you first watch the first episode, which I tried like four or five times, I hated, I hated it. it. I hated it. I was like, this is so bad. Mm -hmm. And then I went back and oh my god, I fell in love with absolutely everybody. Who like, was your favorite every character? Single character. Uh, David. Dave, same. David is just so funny. He's he, such a good character. He's so good. I love Stevie too. Yes, she I has like the Stevie. dry sense of yeah. I love both of them. They're my favorite characters. There's so much to be said about Annie Murphy's acting because when you see her in person, she really is like way different from Alexis. Mm -hmm. 
Annie Murphy is definitely the person to do this role. And I really love that Tessa wrote this character of Piper to give Alexis the happy ending she didn't get because the cool thing about this like very funny heartfelt sitcom is that everyone kind of got an ending that was non-traditional and a little different than just a regular happy ending. This ode to Alexis, how Tessa Bailey put it, must have Annie Murphy as Piper. I agree. I was even racking my brain with who else to pick, but the only person I want to see, but I think the more controversial one is Brendan. Brendan. I keep wanting to call him Brennan, guys. Brendan (laughs) is just not rolling off the tongue. I mean, I wish he would roll on my tongue, but you know, that's besides the point. Who are you casting for Brendan? I have three people and in an ideal universe yeah okay i'm not that strongly opinionated but i can i would accept any three of these okay ideally in my head they become one person okay that's possible so that (laughs) realistic expectations i'm glad reading has made you realistic he will be the most gorgeous fucking man I've ever seen. <laughs> or he will not be Brendan Taggart. We are going to start off with just a classic. If he was taller, if he was bigger, Ian Somerhalder. Yes. I, that was an immediate <laughs> yes for me. I, I've always found him attractive. Uh, he's the better of the Salvatore brothers. Right. And I feel like he can play that, like, moody brooding. Yeah. But he needs to be, like, a little bulkier. Way bigger. Yep. Yeah, okay. he needs to be way bigger. he's, like, a fisherman. Like, Ian Salmonahan. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. Thrown off that boat real quick. <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Yeah, so if he was bigger. The second option, and now this is going to be a surprise to you. This is going to be controversial if you have listened to our Fuck, Mary Kill episode. Chris Evans? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, hear me out. If he was, again, bigger, Mm -hmm. bulkier, and had a full scruff, I will send you a TikTok video. There will be a TikTok video attached to this post where I will prove to you after repeatedly saying we would goodbye Chris Evans into the hemisphere of a different hemisphere. I think Chris Evans could do it. I don't think so, but okay. Okay. And number three, you're going to, again, another controversial one for me, but you will love it. It's Henry Cavill. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You'll wait until we get to the Fox, but I would cast Henry Cavill anytime, anyplace. He yeah, like, you're like... He's bulky. He, he does the scruff really well. I would like to see him naked in more shows, <laughs> more movies. I hope this is, you know, spicy. Well, the joke that she made with the announcement TikTok is that she wanted more sex, which I'm like, I'm hoping they give us some of the raunchy scenes because Tessa's entire bread and butter is all her dirty talk. Which is the only reason I would be okay if Annie Murphy didn't want to play a super sexy role because if there is nudity involved, yeah, she's never done nudity before. So I actually have a backup for Piper. I said oh. I didn't, but I could honestly, if they dyed her hair brown, Sydney Sweeney, and and just hold on a sec, like she's the girl, she's the blonde girl from Euphoria. Everybody only knows her from Euphoria. No, but I saw that too when we were looking beforehand. Yeah, she- I saw her and I was like, yeah. If she wasn't so moody, because she has like RFB. Yeah, she would, have to, she would have to like smile and fake it the entire time. But she is a really good actress. And like I said, people know her from Euphoria, but she was in Voyeurism, which is a really interesting show on Amazon Prime. I don't think you would like it. It's a thriller. <laughs> Oh, but no. if you like thrillers, it's 
it has a lot of nudity also so just watch watch out (laughs) um i agree i saw sydney sweeney as well and i was like yeah this could totally be her so that is a great backup yeah it's it's one backup i agree with your henry cavill but sticking from schitt's creek when i read it happened one summer i pictured brendan as tim rosin which is mutt from the schitt's creek no he has his full beard when he has no! his full beard in like season two, I was like, he's not attractive. And then it was so funny. He grew out a beard and I was like, why is he attractive? He could just put a little beanie on and be a fisherman. He's already okay. got the brooding. We, my boyfriend and I watched Shit's Creek twice, right? And the first time we watched Shit's Creek, I was like, yeah, this guy's good looking. And then the second time I watched Shit's Creek, I was like, this guy is so not good looking. <laughs> very beady eyes yeah but i do you're like the smaller the eyes the better. no but i don't find him attractive but they describe fox being hotter than brendan so i can't yeah. cast brendan as the super hot guy if fox has to be hotter but we're just gonna pretend that brendan is hot under his scruff yeah but this guy is in hot. his like sad beanie smelling a fish i don't know I think okay. the only one we can agree on is Ian Somnahander if he beefed up. And but wouldn't he be so good? Yeah. I mean, Oof. so the first time I saw Ian Somnahander was in Lost. And I kept watching Lost and being like, do I like Ian or do I like Sawyer? I don't even know who Sawyer, the actor's name is. But that was one of my first TV crushes in high school. You're, Actually, Yeah, your first of- love triangle. Actually, I had a lot of crushes. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was crushing on people very early, so never mind. Skip. (laughs) Now let's move on to Hannah. You read the book after Hook, Line, and Sinker. I have not read it. I don't know what has drawn me away from reading it. So I didn't really get the whole Hannah and Fox vibe. Like, I saw them in the first books. I'm just basing my fan cast off the first book, and some of the stuff that you have said so okay so who are you casting for hannah i said victoria Pedretti, and that is the girl that plays love in you because i feel like hannah from what i read of her needs to be serious and kind of broody and i couldn't really think of any younger female actresses that are young and broody and let's just get this out of the way I don't know a lot of actresses and actors so I'm thinking of like major ones not under the cover ones which I know they're probably going to pick smaller people to play these roles also probably younger yeah I think casting I think the production company spent most of its money from the hating game on Lucy Hale I just watched the hating game the other day did you like it I did not finish it I watched the whole thing and I just felt like we watch movies for a reason. They shouldn't They shouldn't be watched like reading a book. I was watching it with my husband who I've been making watch rom-coms with me. And he's like, okay, this one's really bad, right? It's not just me. And I was like, no, it's, it watches like a book. And it it's watches not a like good a book. Thing. Yeah, I agree. It had, there was very little spark chemistry. Yeah. Like, anyway, we, this will not happen with It Happened One Summer. I expect only the most fucking phenomenal production this movie is gonna be amazing and if anyone rates this movie anything below a five out of five i'm just not gonna hear it turn on your blinders yeah this movie is gonna be perfection who have you casted as hannah 
Okay, so when I read Hook, Line, and Sinker, I was actually really surprised at the way that the characters developed. Like, Hannah and Fox's relationship, I don't know, okay? I don't know about. Something about it didn't sit well with me the way that Hannah's character became, like, this massive child somehow. I don't know. She kind of just seemed a little bit too immature all of a sudden. However, I still love Fox and Hannah a ton and they will be in this movie and hopefully they get a movie of their own. But for my Hannah, I was thinking young Kristen Bell, Circa Veronica Mars. Okay. I love Kristen Bell. Yep. Same. Kristen Bell is, I would marry right now. I literally, you know what movie I watched last night? Mm. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I watch that movie like once a year. It is so fucking good. Yeah, we watched it recently. So good. You know, I have a celebrity crush on Mila Kunis and I only watched that movie because of her. But Kristen Bell and what's the guy's name? The The I mean, both of those actors are really funny. Oh, I never know his name. Yeah. He was in How I Met Your Mother. And I still, uh, Jason Segel? No. Yes. Yeah, Jason Segel? Yeah, good for you. I was like, I think it's some basic white guy name. (laughs) Wait, let me see. Jason Smeagol. Wait, no, I got it. Yes, you're so good. It is him. Congrats. Wow. Everyone applaud Kels on the podcast, please. (laughs) I said I don't know actors and actresses, but I know basic white guys. (laughs) Woohoo! An achievement. What do you think of my choice? What do you think of young Kristen Bell, Veronica Mars? I would love it. Yeah. Ideally, that would be the perfect one because I think that she plays, she has such a diverse character that I think she would be able to play Hannah, at least what I saw of Hannah. I'm down for that. Not a controversial. Cool. No, not really. Let's move on to Fox, who is meant to be this like stunning, drop dead gorgeous playboy that makes you just want to pass out on the spot. Of course, I casted Henry Cavill on no other reason, just for vibes. You said the hottest man alive, and I was like, okay, him. <laughs> but I had a backup because I was like, I don't think realistically the age would be yeah. kosher. I mean, I'm all for age gaps, but I hate when they pair a super older man with a young actress in movies. Yeah. It kind of just maintains the stigma that men get hotter when they get older, and you're only beautiful if you're young. I don't know. That's how I perceive it. But... The other guy I said was Justin Baldoni, which is the guy from James. Oh my god, yes! Oh, that's so good, dude. He, I think, would be an amazing cast. He is a little older. He's like 38, but he's hot as fuck. He can... Oh my god. I almost said him for Brendan, too. I feel like I would be okay with that because he gets scruffy really well. But he's just a little too lean. Yeah, he would have to bulk the fuck up. Like, a lot. His long hair just, like, makes me so... (laughs) Yeah, oh my god. When I was watching Jane the Virgin, I literally was like, I'm unwell of how attracted I am to this man. Have you seen him on TikTok with his wife? Yes. Dude, I think that's what it is. Because, like, he was just Raphael on Jane the Virgin, but after I saw the TikToks, I was like, wow, he is Justin Baldoni. (laughs) I know. That's... I I don't know many actors' names, but I was like, hello, (laughs) sir. I love that. I think for me, I don't know why the hook, line, and sinker cover always put Fox as this, like, ginger guy, but Fox is no longer ginger. Fox is Justin Baldoni. Right? Okay, you agree? (laughs) I like it. Only because I just want to see Henry Cavill, Justin Baldoni, Annie Murphy all in a movie together. I would literally combust. I would be unwell. Uh, Okay, my casting is not 
nearly as exciting as this one. Have you watched The Hunger Games? Yeah. Okay. Finnick? Oh, yeah. Sam Claffin? Yeah. Because to me, Fox has always, like, had a little bit of that, like, I don't know, that, like, ginger, brown, light hair. He's hot. He, like, he throws a, like, arrow or something in one of the episodes, and I was like, huh. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me, Fennec. So yeah, I th- but but th- this is my problem. When I went to go look him up, the first couple of photos that came up were like not what I would have seen Fox as. So it would have to be in in a specific era where he had that like va va boom, that va va boom exactly. When he had you know that glow of like the wispy hair he had like in his lighter hair days i think and then my second option which is literally just like this man in a different font jamie dornan oh yeah from 50 shades yeah but like jamie looks jamie kind of little little child boy yeah right okay (laughs) i'm so glad you said that because like i i always like didn't never found him to give like strong man vibes he doesn't give Um, sexy vibes did you like 50 shades of gray no 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 i did not i actually watched it for the first time like two weeks ago and it was so bad but you know what i think if you think about the time it was the first like sexy ass movie book all of that that became mainstream yeah and it was book talk before it was book talk spicy book no talk dude before it was spicy. that's a like a twilight fanfic dream come to life for me it was just like i feel like the acting was kind of meh i was definitely watching it for the smut scenes you know what i mean like yeah the acting and the plot were just a little bit like flat i wanted more tension but i wanted more tension and i wanted better sex scenes i don't know maybe that's yeah just i just I don't know. It served the purpose that it did. It helped propel us to where we are today, sitting here doing the Spicy Book podcast. However, I don't know. Jamie, Jamie in a certain phase of his life was my backup. And Scruffy. Yep. Okay, that brings us into a kind of TikTok trend that has been going around that we have loved playing in between ourselves. So we're going to do it, but with fictional guys. So you guys have heard this. It's like, he's a 10, but he is a man. Like, what do you rate him then? And I would rate him a zero. Exactly. <laughs> He's a hundred. Now that you understand the simple premise of the game, <laughs> the, the cops are coming for us. We're going to play but with book characters. So the first one I'm going to start with is your fave, Brendan Taggart. But he has a two-inch dick. <laughs> I, I'm playing raunchy. I'm sorry. Mine are weird, so get prepared. Okay. <laughs> But his dick is two inches. I'm assuming his hands are the same size. Yep, he has small hands and a small dick. <laughs> oh, okay. He can barely hold on to the fish that jump on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is he rich? Can he still fish crabs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can still fish crabs. It doesn't impair his ability to be rich. Okay, then he's... I have such a high number in my head, but I don't want to say... You know what? He's a five. What'd that mouth do? What'd that mouth do? Like, you better get good. It happens. It happens sometimes. Are you okay with scruff? Are you, do you like scruff? Sometimes. He'll shave it for me. I'll <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll ask nicely. Okay. He's Cole Blackwell, but he calls hanging out with his family a date. <laughs> In a world where Cole Blackwell is very, very, very close with his family. I was going to say, Cole has no family. <laughs> But if he calls it a date, I, I still would call him a nine, although he's like, 
hangs out with his family. He, for date night, he takes you to see his family. You know, my husband has done that before, so, <laughs> and I'm still married to him, so I'm still going to give him a nine, you know, good family-oriented boy who kills on the side. Okay. Knox Eden, but he only cooks you mac and cheese for the rest of your life. He's a 10. He's a 10. <laughs> but that's all I he can cooks. cook. I can cook. I'm good. I'll feed but- us. <laughs> Different types of mac and cheese. Yeah. Let's go. I love cheese. I'm lactose intolerant, and Knox is about to get the worst of it. That's what I thought. I was like, mm, girl, your IBS cannot handle it. But but it will in spirit. Okay. Um, he's Zade Meadows, but he treats service workers like shit. Oh, man. <laughs> I just wouldn't take him out of the house. He would. I would have to hire him, like, someone to come help oh man i'm gonna give him a seven he <laughs> he dropped down from like a 20 egg. to me because i think <laughs> not treating surface workers is literally the worst trait i think you can learn so much about people if you go out to dinner with them and like see how much they tip i don't know yeah and how polite they are to everybody yeah so i'm gonna say a seven Okay, okay. He's Connor Cobalt, but he makes you solve math problems before he lets you come. (laughs) Pull my neck. (laughs) Oh my god. That's so good. A zero. (laughs) I'm bad at math. I'm terrible at math. As a fresh-brained morning person, I... I, (laughs) In a haze like that. You're like, can I have a calculator? (laughs) You got me there. You got me there. (laughs) He's Sean Bell, but he's worn the same three pairs of boxers since high school. Of what? (laughs) Boxers. Of boxers? Since high school. Uh, (laughs) Like a, like a four. A four? It just says a lot about his cleanliness. And if he wore the same boxers, like... How dirty is that dick, though? Like, does he just go commando? No, that's no. He ha- he only wears those pairs. No, I can't do it. I <laughs> I love boxers. One thing you need to know about me is I literally live in boxers. And when I started dating my husband, I would steal his boxers. And now I finally own my own. And if I had to share boxers with high school boxers, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm glad that one got you. Okay. He's okay. still rich, but he wears the same three pairs. I know. Like, why couldn't he? <laughs> That's what Fuck. I'm saying. Ugh. What's wrong? Okay, go. He's Castile, but he won't turn you into a vampire. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> What's up, Cass? What's up, baby? Rip out a spine for me. He's still a seven because Poppy was like that. He didn't want to turn her. I would just be like Bella and get myself in trouble. Uh, so he would have to turn me. Also, like, Elena from the Vampire Diaries, right? Yeah, exactly. What's so up with I, all these bitches turn into Wanted vampires? to be a vampire? I want to be a vampire. No, I want to be a vampire. Elena was like, no, I don't want to be a vampire. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. Say yes. I literally never understood. Like, I want to get the cure. Why, bitch? <laughs> literally, why? Plot development. <laughs> Conflict. <laughs> Eight seasons. Okay, my last one for you is he's Aaron Blackford, but he wears his mom's dressing gown every night he goes to sleep. (laughs) His mom's dressing gown? Yeah. (sighs) Okay. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a seven. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> because at least like the dress will ride up easily and I'll just like <laughs> scoot it up. We can have some fun. We could always fuck with the lights off. Like <laughs> what that dress do. <laughs> you have such a higher tolerance than I do. I feel like these are really fun and I kind of want to keep doing them every week. So on our Instagram, Katie Between the Sheets, go DM us with your favorite book character and an ick and we'll read them out next week. And we'll decide what we would rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. Do not forget to pre-order our new Upcoming debut release, Water Under the Bridge by Kells and Denise Stone. Thank you everyone who has been supporting our book journey thus far. We are so, so thankful to this community. We have so much fun with you guys and we just can't wait to keep sharing this journey with you. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter on betweentheSheetsPub.com and follow us on Twitter on KD in the Sheets. We have a lot of very, very, very funny jokes there that you'll probably hear from this episode. So enjoy your week, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.